Go after your freaking dreams. No one is going to call your shot for you. No one is going to do it for you. You've got to do it for yourself. Call your freaking shot. Welcome, everybody, to the Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to The Chris Harder Show, where we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. I'm sitting down with elite mastermind member and good friend and somebody whose company we invested in. Bridget Carroll. Now, here is why you're going to love today's episode. She's going to tell her story, how she went from leaving a six-figure job in corporate America to making over a million dollars in her own business in just 14 months' time. You're going to love the part of the story where she had a goal to beat Another mastermind member who was on this show a couple of years ago, who went from zero to a million dollars in 16 months and how that was a motivating factor for her to be able to exceed that record to get to a million dollars. As if that wasn't enough, she then went on to start Gut Personal, a physical products company that we personally invested in along with a lot of other incredible investors. And that thing is a rocket ship. It is a very unique, special prescription style. In other words, it's very personalized gut health company, and she is crushing it. And she's going to talk about how and why she raised the money from investors to get that started and how you can do the same thing too. As a matter of fact, we get into what made her investable. In other words, why did we and others invest in her so that you can mimic those same traits so that people will invest in you? Now, not only are you in store for an epic episode, but if you're going to make over a half a million dollars or more in 2023, you qualify for the very same mastermind that she is in and so many other people that get to be on the show when they have a great story. So if you would love to jump on a Zoom with me starting at the end of this year, here's what you need to do. You need to go to chrisharder.me forward slash mastermind. Again, it is chrisharder.me forward slash mastermind. Click apply and get your application in right now. Literally hit pause, go to chrisharder.me forward slash mastermind, get your application in right away. Here's why. I interview people for that first come first serve in the order that their applications come in. And every year, half the class renews. So because we keep it small and intimate, that means that there's usually only 12 to 13 spots max available each year. Those are tough spots to get because a lot of people want them. So stop what you're doing. Go to chrisharder.me forward slash mastermind if you're going to make over $500,000 or more in 2023 and see if you qualify for us to lock arms and help your business explode in new heights exactly the way we did with Bridget and so many other people you get to hear from. All right, sit back. 
Listen up, because here we go. Bridget Carroll, world's greatest RD, product formulator, awesome friend, elite mastermind member. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Oh my God, this is a dream, Chris. I listen to the show every single time it comes out. So I am honored to be here. Well, check this out. The listeners need to know this. We're celebrating two things right now as we record this show, two milestones. Number one, it is literally your bachelorette party weekend. You guys, before you do a podcast, for those of you that don't podcast, you get on ahead of time, you banter a little bit, you make sure that you're on the same page. And she has a little cocktail and she holds it up and she says, oh, this is getting me ready for my bachelorette party. I said, what do you mean? She goes, as soon as we hang up from this interview, my bachelorette party weekend starts. And I said, why would you book an interview on your bachelorette party weekend? But that's how you roll. You are like all work and all plays simultaneously. And it's an awesome metaphor for how you rock. Yeah, I mean, it's a good time. Why not? Well, number one, we're celebrating not just your bachelorette party weekend, but the fact that you're getting married. But number two, we're celebrating that you're on the show. And here's why. It's been a goal of yours to be on the show. You saw a fellow redhead on the show a while back that inspired you. And for those of you listening that can't see, uh, it's a joke because she has red hair. And it was, she was actually motivated by somebody else who had red hair that was on the show. Why don't you open by telling that story? Yeah. So I've been listening to your show for two years. And I started my business two years ago. And when I started my business, I was really looking towards expanders, you know, people who could expand what I believed was possible for myself. And one of my big expanders was Jess Glazer, now Jess DeRose, and she was on your show. And she talked about how she made her first million in 18 months and that she wasn't allowed on the show by you until she made that million. And so I think I was about, I don't know, three to four months into my business. And I was like, okay, so one, if she can do that, I can do that too. And two, if she's on the show because she hit a million, well, damn, I'm getting on the show when I hit a million. So I remember, and then I joined your mastermind. I remember when I hit my million and I think I texted you and Lori and I was like, I hit my million in 16 months. So it was a little bit of a competition. Love you, Jess. I texted you and Lori and I said, I hit my first million and I can't wait to be on the show. This is such an incredible story for people listening because I want to actually make sure they caught the time frame. Yeah. You started listening a couple of years ago. Yeah. And a couple of years ago, you had just shifted into being a self-employed registered dietitian. And you went from awesome RD that was getting great results in people to realizing, wait, I like the business side a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So I want to shift to coaching and teaching other RDs how to get their business off to a really fast start because yours was off to such a fast start, right? Million bucks for 16 months. Holy crap. Like that's everyone's dream. That's the holy grail. And you did that really successfully. Mm -hmm. And then as we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show, it led to you formulating your own products, but people need to understand there's no dream too big and there's no timeline too fast. And you are walking proof of that. And that's why you're on the show today is not just because you hit the parameters. That's always just a way to sometimes motivate individuals and make sure we've got the best of the best on here to talk and, and to teach. But really, you are on here as someone who is now aspirational for anyone listening that no matter what you're facing today, if you want a seven-figure brand 
and not just a seven figure valuation, but one that earns seven figures, multiple seven figures. You can do it in no time at all. So let's back up a minute. Talk us through this journey. What made you want to become an entrepreneur and shift into being a self-employed RD? So my dad was always an entrepreneur growing up and I kind of saw the hard side of it, you know, like work hard, grind all the time. Maybe that's why I'm here before my bachelorette weekend. But I always loved the freedom that you get for working for yourself. And I think that's why a lot of us, right, go into entrepreneurship is like the freedom of time and I can make as much money as I want. And I always had this vision that I was not only going to make a shit ton of money for my family, but generations and generations to come. I just didn't know how, you know, I had that six figure job. I was killing it as a dietitian, but I knew I wanted more. And then I started evaluating like my mindset towards those goals. Why do I believe it's not for me? Why did you believe that it might not have been for you at first? Well, so just like you, I grew up in the Midwest. So mm -hmm. it's almost like rude to make a lot of money in the Midwest, right? Or rude to dream too big out loud. And this is not, this is not condemning anyone in the US. This is like talking about each area has its pluses, each area has its minuses. And that is a real thing here. It absolutely is. And I mean, I love the Midwest for all the other reasons besides like it's, hard to own what you want to do if it's really, really big, if your vision is huge. And that's just the reality. Another belief that I had is like, am I smart enough to make mm. a lot of money? And I realized Corey I am. has always had that fear, that belief as well. Like, am I smart enough? Mm -hmm. Do I have the intelligence to do? And obviously the answer for both of you is, is a resounding yes. Look at your results. Mm -hmm. But why did you have that fear? Because this is a very common one. I hear this a lot. All throughout high school and college, I was always getting, and this is what it stems from. I was always getting straight A's, always killing it. And I didn't have to try hard. Mm. So it was almost this like, I'm not smart enough because I don't have to try. It's, it's kind of screwed up, to be honest. Um, no, I actually follow what you're saying. You're saying, well, I'm just operating in what I'm already good at. And people, like especially perfectionists, I don't know if you are, but perfectionists tend to only stay in lanes that they know they're going to be good at. And then they have a, a massive fear that if I were to try something there where I don't already know the outcome, aka, am I smart enough to do this? I might fail and I don't want to try it. Is that what you were experiencing? Yeah. And it's almost like towards goals. I also, a piece of it, I won't work hard enough to get there. That you was also- a You wouldn't work hard enough. Yes. Because you were coasting. Yeah, always. And it's just really interesting to me that like I was doing really well in school without trying but there were a lot of disbeliefs there that I would be successful. Let me ask you this. You used the word expander before. You said Jess Glazer was an expander, right? When you were following her and learning from her. Tell me what an expander is, because you mm. play this role for a lot of people now. I do, which is an honor. And you've played this role for me. Lori's played this role. Jess has played this role. It's looking towards someone and taking their belief in themselves and what they have done and borrowing that belief and saying, okay, if they can do it, so can I. So you kind of see yourself in their story and they expand what you believe is possible for yourself. Now you left a very successful six-figure job. Did you have these quote expanders before you left that job and that's what gave you the courage? Or did you burn that bridge and then go find these expanders. And here's why I'm asking. We're facing a time right now where there's going to be a lot of shift, a lot of transition for a lot of people. Some people are going to say, wait, my job's not secure anymore, or my company shut down, or this happened, or that happened. I lost my job. Should I try being an entrepreneur? How did you bridge that gap? 
So it was a gut feeling for me that what I was doing and in my role in my six figure job was not serving me, that I wasn't happy. I was being undervalued. So then I did not have expanders. Had I had those expanders, it probably would have accelerated things even more. But I looked within myself, you know, the beginning of my business was doing so much self development, Mm -hmm. so much inner work, and really shifting the beliefs of, you know, these disbeliefs in myself to believing in myself. So I didn't use those expanders in the beginning. But then when I started my business, I went out and found them. So I looked within myself of like, what is my true heart centered dream? Like, what do I really want to do in this world? And I knew I wanted to make a way bigger impact than working at a holistic pharmacy and creating their nutrition program that really wasn't affecting millions of people. I knew I wanted to change the lives of millions, not just hundreds. So staying on this, here's why I'm asking questions about expanders. You came into the mastermind. You already have a successful business, right? Seven figures, teaching other RDs, how to have a rocket ship business. But the more you and I talked and worked on your business, we realized if you really did want to impact millions of people, it wasn't going to be through the means of a service like that. Mm -mm. You're going to have to actually create a product. And that's where Gut Personal came to life. Something that Lori and I personally invested in as well, by the way, because we believed so much in you and in the vision and in the products. Talk to me about this transition Mm -hmm. from service-based company to product-based company? Because I think a lot of people have curiosity around this. Yeah. So I think, you know, during the mastermind, one thing you kind of drove home with us at our second retreat is you guys are just well-paid employees of your service-based company. And that really hit me. That hit me hard of, okay, I'm trading my time for money right now. Even if my hourly rate is 10X what it used to be, if I don't work, I don't make money. Yep. And that was not how I wanted my life to go. And Wake it's up call for a lot of people. <laughs> I think it was, you know, there are 25 of us in the mastermind last year. And um, I think it was a wake up call for a lot of us. It's a wake up call for everyone listening right now. Do you want to trade time and energy for money? More mm-hmm. importantly, if something happened to you, no matter how great you're doing right now, would you be able to still earn money in the future? And to a lot of people listening right now, that answer is no. And that's why we were so hell-bent together. I'm like, wait, if you really want to reach millions of people, if you really have these big audacious dreams, if you really want to go for it and, and make sure that you're not trading time for money, then we've got to like make this bold move to go create products. Mm-hmm. And this was the scary part. It was even kind of scary for me to encourage you to do it, right? What was it like facing this new challenge of I'm going to create products, which is a very expensive endeavor and making that migration? The biggest transition was not only deciding like it was on my heart and something that I wanted to do was build a supplement company. The bigger transition was taking investors. That was really something I had to work through because I was like, I'm going to do it myself. And I think when we're entrepreneurs, we want to do it ourselves, right? It's very like noble, like we wear this badge. And I realized how big my goals are, which is to sell for over a hundred million dollars, which is very doable in the supplement space and with what we're doing, that I wanted people behind me, one with their capital, right? So like an actual financial investment. But then 
I realized, yes, I'm smart in this industry. And yes, I think I know what I want to be doing, but I wanted more minds around it. You know, I wanted your thoughts and Lori's thoughts of like, Hey, I see this thing you're doing. Let's tweak it a little bit and then let's go freaking crush it. Hmm. So I not only want financial support, but the brilliant minds around me to, to help me accelerate very rapidly. And let's be honest. Those brilliant minds, as you put it, all of your investors, because you have a, a whole ton of them, they wouldn't be as involved if they didn't have real skin in the game. They may intend to be, they may want to be, but we only truly get involved. I don't mean we, me and Lori, I mean we as human beings. When we have something to lose, when we have real skin in the game. And what you're saying here is when you decide to take on investors, there's two reasons to do it. One, it provides the capital to start the big expensive income producing machine. But number two, you should take on strategic investors so that they have skin in the game and are willing to lend their minds, their resources, their networks, whatever they have. And that's exactly what you did. You went out and you got strategic investors, not just anybody with a wallet that was willing to throw money at it. This is what Lori did so well too with Light Pink, mm -hmm. right? Is a strategic investor is anybody who has something to offer in addition to their capital. Mm -hmm. Now, was it scary taking on money? Like, what were your thoughts when you decided, okay, I'm going to take other people's money? I think the the scariest part is the result. So like, I was putting a lot of pressure on myself, on my team to hit 100k months right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. And that's just not realistic for a CPG brand, unless you're throwing a shit ton of money at it. Yep. It's just totally different than a services or coaching company. It's a lot different. What happened for you when you were used to saying, oh, this is great. I'm going to launch a, uh, a e-course. I'm going to launch a mastermind. And you'd make a hundred grand in a few days. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm going to formulate these products, which takes time and money. And then I'm going to build a marketing plan, which takes time and money. And then I'm going to build a team that takes time and money. And what's the reward? Half or less than you're used to upon launch. Absolutely. How did you reconcile that? How did you adjust that? Oh gosh, Chris, I'm still working through that. You know, <laughs> we're seven to eight months in, and sometimes I'm like, oh my God, this is a brilliant Instagram reel or a TikTok, and it's gonna go freaking viral. And like maybe who's listening to this can relate, but sometimes your expectations of what you think is gonna happen doesn't happen. And in the CPG world, in the physical products world, my average order value is about $80. Now my coaching company, the average order value was like 10 grand. Massive difference. Massive. So I have to work for that sale, even in the physical product space, so much more for a fraction, but I'm here for the long game. And that's really what keeps me going is that bigger vision. Totally. This is where I wanted to go because people might be hearing this right now. They might've been like, okay, I'm product curious. I would like to build an income producing machine where I'm just selling products and I don't have to show up all the time. But then they hear this part of the show and they're like, wait a minute, take other people's money? That's scary. And wait a minute, your average order basket is 80 bucks and you're used to having average sales of $10,000 at a pop? That's scary. And right, and so on and so on. And they're probably thinking, ah, never mind. I don't want to do it. But you said the key thing. You're in this for the long game. Explain the long game. Why are CPG companies, if people are wondering what that is, is consumer packaged goods, right? Products. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, such as yours, gut personal. 
Tell me about the long game. Why is the short-term sacrifice worth it? My vision was to really sell this company for $130 million. Like that is such a clear vision for me and of how we're going to do it. So if I think about, okay, say I own even 50% of the company Mm -hmm. at that point, that's a payout of $65 million. A check. That's insane. So one, I better have an insane financial advisor then, right? Avoid (laughs) those taxes. To figure that out. But that's really the vision that keeps me going. You can't really earn your way to $65 million, no matter how hard you try, no matter how many courses you sell, all that stuff. You just can't. If you really want to create legacy wealth, I mean legacy wealth, not good retirement wealth, but legacy wealth, you have to go out there and create a good or service that creates a massive windfall, an exit, a sale of that company. Or you have to be involved in several sales of companies. But those are really your choices to create legacy wealth. And that's what you mean by the long game. Yeah. And I think that's where you have to decide for yourself, what is your long game? Maybe your long game is making seven figures in a coaching business and you just want to keep working and running that. I had to go within myself and be like, actually, that's not my dream. I want to have kids and take a lot of time off with them, travel the world and have a shit ton of money in my bank account. That's my vision for myself. I love how unapologetic and clear you are on that vision, by the way. You got to be. You got to be. You have to see and feel the the vision with that much passion. Okay, so here's why I wanted to have you on the show so bad is to have this exact conversation we're having right now. I want people to understand they can fund their big audacious dream with other people's money. And you're not a burden when you ask for investors. You're actually the opposite. You are offering people a chance to invest in you and your idea. You do the grunt work. You do the late nights. You do all of the heavy lifting. And when the company sells, the investor gets a big multiple on their money. And that's where people are afraid to ask for money is they think, oh, I don't want to bug people. I want to ask them for money. But you saw it differently. You knew that you were giving people an opportunity to invest in a great person and a great idea. What made you investable? Now, I've got my reasons. And a lot of people hit me up to invest in their companies. I've got amazing deal flow. Lori and I do five per year, every single year. You were one of them. Hmm. Why do you think you were investable? I'm going to crush it for my investors. I know that a thousand percent. When I put my mind towards something, I will do it. And that's partially an integrity thing for me, right? Like I want to live up to what my word But also like, I do have this very clear vision. And I think when you have that very clear vision, it allows you to push towards it, right? With ease. I'm surrounding myself now with people to help me sell. So I built this company and this, Chris, you were so monumental in helping me change my mindset to take investors. I wouldn't have taken investors if you weren't like, here's the reality. If you want to get there, you need other people. Mm-hmm. And so I did take on investors like per your advice. And I think it was the best thing I could have done. So I'm surrounding myself with the right people now. And, you know, I was just talking to someone who's about to sell their company and we're reading the same book as he's selling his company currently for 
eight, nine figures. I'm reading the same book as him now, five, six, seven years before we sell. Earlier in your journey. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know that if I'm building it to sell, that's what it will do. It will sell. So many directions I want to go with this. Okay. The first one is this. You and Lori share something in common. That is, there's so many wall-kicking moments when you start a physical product company that I'm not going to speak for you, but I will speak for Lori. She has said to me multiple times, Chris, if we had only used our own money, I would have already quit this multiple times over because there's, you don't feel bad losing your own money. But when you have investors, you'll kick down the wall a little harder. Mm -hmm. You'll keep going a little longer. You'll do the, the scarier, sweatier thing with a, even more passion because you have other people's money on the line. So it actually becomes a superpower to have that added accountability. Have you experienced that? A thousand percent. I mean, when you were just talking about that, how freaking cool if when I sell this company, you get a payout for a million dollars and you go buy a home with that million dollars. Like, are you majorly excited when I get a payout of a million bucks when you sell your company? Oh, yeah. And that's the reality, right? And when I think about that, it makes it so much bigger than me and my family. I have some of my best friends, Courtney Weaver, who was also in your mastermind last year, who's my biggest investor. I would love to, you know, I think about homes. You and I, I think both really value our homes and our space. What if she bought a home with what work I did for, you know, five, seven years? That to me is so freaking cool. And I, my guess is that's really cool for Lori as well. That's absolutely incredible. Okay, so first of all, accountability is why you want investors. But here's the second thing. You get to make better hires, which makes the journey easier. You get to formulate a better product, which makes the product sell better. You get to spend a little more on marketing, which makes it go, you know, become more popular. People don't understand the, the handcuffs of this, quote, noble journey of doing it all themselves. They don't understand the handcuffs they're putting on themselves. Instead of going out there and getting the capital that's needed to put the rocket fuel in the rocket. Well, give me an example of one thing you've been able to do that you would not have been able to do if you were bootstrapping this yourself. A thousand percent people. My team is the most important thing. And I think people can throw money at marketing and the biggest ROI is hiring the most kick-ass team. I agree. Way more than marketing even. Way more. Oh my who's God. Somebody, need... Who's someone you were able to hire that you wouldn't have spent money on that salary if you were bootstrapping it? Okay. Well, I don't know if I can pick one of them because there's four of us that are full time. Yeah. And my most All recent, yeah. My most recent hire was my best friend of 21 years. But wait, before you just hear that she's my best friend, she worked at a supplement company for the last eight years that just sold and she was their operations perfect related experience for what you're doing the fact that it's a friend for all those years that's super dope could you have afforded or would you have wanted to commit to that salary right you don't want to commit to a salary of a friend and let them down if you hadn't raised capital i wouldn't be able to have any of my team had i not raised capital i asked you earlier I want to make sure that we go, you know, close this loop because this is the most important part of the show, I think. I asked you earlier what you thought made you investable. And you said it's because you know that when you've got other people's money on the line, you're going to show up with even extra integrity and you're going to, you know, run through walls, kick them down, all that stuff. Here's what I thought made you investable. And 
for people out there that are going to, I love when you guys pitch me. I really do because I become wealthier through being able to choose the right deals through all the deal flow. But if people wonder what I'm looking for, it must always, always, always meet these four criteria. And the first of the criteria is the founder. Mm -hmm. It is you, Bridget. Is the person already a proven winner? Are they successful at everything they touch? Are they tenacious? Are they the type that is resourceful? Are they the type that won't take no for an answer? I mean, you truly are one of the strongest, most tenacious people I have ever met. Hence, your rocket ship rise from leaving your career to creating a multi-seven-figure business in just a matter of months. Yeah. So I knew I was betting on the right founder. The second thing, though, is the products. And most people think it's product or idea first. It's not. It's second. And that's because every day, good products with bad founders fail. And every day, the inverse happens. Dumb products with great founders become a success. So the product has to be a really great disruptive product but in an already rising tide. And that's exactly what yours was. Gut health is a rising tide. It's a, a newer thing that everyone is learning. Everyone's talking about. Everyone's realizing the importance of it. And we're, we'll get there before the show's over. I know we've been talking a lot of business, but your innovations with the products that you created were a disruption to an already rising tide. Tell us what sets Gut Personal and some of your products apart from the other gut products that are out there. So they actually work. That is the biggest freaking thing. They actually work. When people take them, they notice a difference. We are personalized. And so the problem with the gut health industry, and this is what I saw for the last 10 years with all of my clients, they would come to me, they tried a supplement and they would say, actually, it made me feel worse. And as a dietitian, I was like, well, duh, you shouldn't have been taking that. You have so many gut issues. You definitely shouldn't be taking this one product. It's like adding fuel to the fire. Mm -hmm. But of course, they didn't know that. And so we have a quiz that actually helps personalize what are their symptoms and what do they need? So we then pair them with those and it's ultra personalized. That's how health should be. This is what really excited me is gut personal was not a one size fits all, you know, set of products like all the other gut health companies out there where they're like, oh, you got to be on it all, right? It was your very specific, individual by individual, almost prescription-like, if I'm allowed to use that word, yes. approach to what products people should take. And it's that diagnosis of, well, don't take this one, but take this one over here. That might cannibalize your actual cart size, your mm -hmm. average order size, but once again, playing the long game, Mm -hmm. people are going to stick on it forever because they're getting what they need and they're not getting what they don't need. And that's what, for me, I was like, this disruption, this system, this is what I'm betting on. Absolutely. And it's working. People have been saying, you know, we've been trying products for a decade. This is finally working for me. And the products that we have are ultra high quality. I think the supplement industry is so screwed up in what people are taking. The FDA does not regulate it. So the company itself has to be ultra high integrity and actually do a lot of testing. We do all of that. You know, when you can take our product, you can feel good about taking it because we take all the precautions that truly every company should be taking, like testing for heavy metals, mm -hmm. which is not I so sexy. Supplement companies, by the way, yeah. where you hear, you know, five, 10 years in, all of a sudden they have all this, these heavy metals in their shakes or heavy metals in their stuff. Like, it's not a once in a while thing. I hear it all the time. It's crazy that people don't realize with supplements, 
people could be made, putting it in a bottle in their basement and there's nothing to regulate it. Absolutely. So that's not the sexy part of it. That's like me as a founder integrity part of it, but it has a great outcome. And then people feel just really great taking them. Okay. I'm going to finish with the, the two more reasons. Remember I said there's four criteria why you are so investable because I want other people out there with good ideas to know what investors like me are looking for. And then we're going to talk a little bit about gut health. So the third thing is what is your path to an exit? When I'm judging if I'm going to invest in somebody or not, how likely are they to be able to raise the amount of money that they need? Because they're always going to need more than they think. Mm -hmm. And how strong is their financial network? And who are the likely suitors that would buy this company? You know, is, are there companies looking to buy companies like this? Or is this like kind of an anomaly? And you checked all those boxes, but especially because you're a power networker. I watched how you were able to create key relationships that are also key financial relationships so that you'll always be able to generate as much runway and for those listening, AKA money that's needed to keep the company going until the exit presents itself. Where'd you get those networking skills from? Is it personality or is it learned? Both, I think. So I'm outgoing and I think unapologetic and I think there's a little Midwest charm in there, right? Like when I meet someone, I genuinely want to know more about them. But you have been a big expander for me in this way is like your network is your net worth. I think that's honestly, it's such a used phrase, but it is so true. Mm -hmm. And I'm always willing to add value to the other person. I was just on a call with this guy who has a valuation of, I don't know, 35 million. We're a startup. And I said, how can I support you? And actually, I was able to add so much value to his affiliate program. We talked about, okay, here's how we structure ours. Here are some great ideas for you. And he was so freaking grateful that I left that meeting, not only with now a new friend, but we're going to do a collaboration. And his business is huge. There you are playing the long game again. That's why you have a powerful financial network is you're looking not how can you help me, but how can I help you? You know what I mean? Okay. So then the fourth of the criteria is can Lori and I, if we invest in this company, somehow help move the needle? Otherwise, if the first three are there and the fourth one isn't, if we can't help move the needle in some way or other, you know, our expertise, our network or whatever, then it's just gambling. It's just betting. But when we can help move the needle, then we can take an active role in bringing this company to the finish line. And with yours, it was a, a slam dunk hell yes, because I was using your products ahead of time. And I knew that something that I believe in that works in me, I'm going to tell everybody about. So I call it my skinny boat products. Now, I know you make fun of me for this all the time. Tell them what my skinny boat products are. And guys, for those of you that are listening right now, I'm not kidding. I grew up kind of a little bit like a chunky kid, not like not real bad, but like where you don't like your body growing up. So even as an adult, when, you know, we're on the boat every day in summer. And even as an adult, I'm like, oh, it's in the back of my mind. I need to look as fit as possible. And when I came across your products, I'm like, ooh, these are skinny boat products. Okay, tell them about my skinny boat products. Okay, so there are three skinny boat products. Number one is- Not the real name, by the way. This is the Chris Harder made up cheesy name. So actually we promote them as bloat-free summer, but I think we should switch to skinny boats. (laughs) So first is the miracle worker. One, when you're on the boat in the summer, my guess is you're having more cocktails and then it makes you not sleep well, right? Yep. Helps you sleep better. What does sleep do? It regulates your hunger hormones. So if you don't sleep well, you're more hungry, not looking good on the boat. But if you sleep better with magnesium, one, you poop better the next morning. And also your hunger hormones aren't going crazy. So that's the miracle worker. 
Second is you have to have a probiotic, a personalized probiotic. You can go take our quiz, which one works for anyone. Yours is the go-to. Like that is the probiotic. It helps with metabolism. It helps with everything. It's incredible. Incredible probiotic. And then the third is the soother. The soother helps with bloating, helps with mm-hmm. all of that. And you feel really freaking good. And when you feel good, that is the key to also looking good. Yep. Here's why I love the soother is when, so, okay, so let's just be honest. Summer works against you in the time that you want to be the most fit on the boat because you're drinking more, like you said, and you're, you're like doing barbecue and you're doing all these things and you're supposed to get on the boat the next day. And you're like, oh, wait, I'm bloated because of everything I had. And this has been like my game changer is to make sure that I don't wake up bloated from some of the, let's call them poor or fun decisions that I'm making. This, I'm telling you, this is my suite of skinny boat products. It's been a game. Like it has given me happiness in my summer back. I freaking love it. Talk to me a little bit more about gut health. Why should we be paying attention to it? Why are we hearing about it so much in the past five years? We didn't hear about it as much before. I think there, we're finally realizing like when our gut feels so off, it affects so many other things. So what else is coming out is like the gut brain connection. Of course, gut health is so affects metabolism. Gut health affects every part of your life. And we're finding that out through research. And of course, then the research trickles down until mainstream media. And I think too, in the entrepreneurial world, I'm going to like cue in on this. If you don't feel well, when you're going and trying to crush it and grind, you are not going to perform well. If you have a shitty night's sleep, which gut health is a, you know, magnesium, all intertwined there. If you have a shitty sleep or you feel bloated or, you know, if I didn't shit today, like you would feel bad and then you can't go crush it. So it affects a lot of aspects of your life. And I think especially entrepreneurs need so much support there. You're not kidding such a simple thing like taking some vitamins before you go to bed and taking some vitamins when you wake up can change everything about how you feel and how you look, which then changes everything about how you present yourself during the day, whether you're working that day, whether you're playing that day. And it just blows my mind that, and I'm going to raise my hand and say I'm guilty of this, that we as human beings don't embrace these simple to do things that have such massive results. But then we spend our lives complaining that we wish that we felt better and we wish that we looked better. Why aren't we weird humans? Yeah. You know, taking supplements is probably the easiest wellness hack you can do. But I think the key is, is that people should notice a difference when they're on them. And some people are just taking that one size fits all. Oh, I heard this multivitamin was good for me. Oh, I heard this one size fits all probiotic is good for me. And it's not because it's not personalized. So I think when we notice a difference, we're better at actually doing it. So I know for you, oh my gosh, months and months and months ago, when you tried the soother, you were like, holy shit, I noticed a difference in one dose. Yep. Do you remember? I was like, oh my God, I saw my abs the day after. It was the best thing ever. Yeah. And then I think you ordered a boatload for after Thanksgiving. Of course. It was coming right up on Thanksgiving. That's right. I totally remember the the timing of it. It's hilarious. I'll I'll be honest. I'm very shameless when it comes to wanting to look good and feel good, like aesthetically. And uh, so if somebody tells me that there's a shortcut, I'm signed up for that shortcut. And that was my shortcut that I discovered that time. Boom. (laughs) Talk to me about the future of this company then, because this has all happened really quickly. You know, we opened the show by saying it's only been two years. 
And in those two years, he left a six-figure job, created a seven-figure RD company, then a training company, and now a product company that is going to be a seven-figure product company this, you know, this year that you're, you're tracking at on its way to eight figures and then your nine-figure exit. So we already know the financial trajectory. Tell us what you're going to do to stay ahead of the game and relevant what's coming down the pipeline for Gut Personal. So one of the most important things for us in marketing is obviously no like and trust, right? Supplements, people have to trust the company in order to take an ingestible. So a huge thing for us that we're going to continue to scale is affiliate marketing. So is people like coaches and other dietitians promoting our products and also them making money on that, right? They make a commission. Why that's really important to me is because then I'm not only changing the health, the wealth of myself and my investors, but maybe I'm giving, you know, a gut health coach an extra grand a month. Mm -hmm. It feels very in line with our mission. So we're just going to scale that and um, have some fun. This is, I hope everybody catches this marketing hack, especially when you get into physical products, but digital products too. If you haven't built out an affiliate program where you're leveraging other people's audiences, people don't realize the most expensive thing to acquire is an audience. So when you can actually use other people's audiences to sell your products by only compensating the affiliate when they make a sale, like listen how genius that is. Someone makes sales, they get compensated. Somebody advertises it but doesn't make sales, they don't get compensated. This is Really building out a good affiliate program is if people don't take anything else away other than how to be skinny on the boat. The second thing should be that they need to build an affiliate program. Give me two or three tips on how you built yours out. So it's really important to me to be connecting with them often. So earlier today, we had a training for them. We talked about the magnesium. We talked about personalizing probiotics and we taught them how to promote products in a really authentic way to get sales and make more money. So we do a lot of trainings with them. And then we put them on close friends on Instagram. So we're Mm -hmm. in constant contact with them, cheering them on and letting them know they're a part of something bigger. They're not just cash cows that are making the company money. They are a part of a movement and a disruption in the gut health and supplement industry and truly in men and women feeling better in their body. And they buy into that mission. I love that. Okay, guys. So if you're listening right now, build your affiliate program. Why pay for ads? Why pay for things unless somebody's actually creating a sale for you? Biggest hack there is out there. So I want to take a really random left turn and then we're going to put a bow on this thing. You've had a pretty rapid ascent from, you know, good income to being a seven figure earner. That changes your life. What is something good? You know, our our tagline on shows, when good people make good money, they can do great things. What is something good or great you've been able to do for people as a result of your success? Oh gosh, this is good. So the thing that honestly comes to my mind is, you know, we just went through two years of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen a lot of my family in two years. Mm -hmm. And my dad is one of 11 Irish Catholic family. My family is ultra important in, in my life. And Ryan and I, my fiance and I are throwing a huge ass wedding. And truthfully, I wouldn't be able to do that had I not made a lot of money. That's incredible. 
That's awesome. And that wedding is right around the corner. Hence your bachelorette party this weekend. So yes. I appreciate you spending time with us right now. Listen, we've got a surprise for everybody. If they want to try out the products, where should they go? Gutpersonal.com slash Chris. Gutpersonal.com forward slash Chris. We're going to hook you up because if you go there and buy, we're going to do something fun. So go to gutpersonal.com forward slash Chris. And when you get your products, you know, take the quiz, find out exactly what you need, what you don't need. When you get your personalized products, I want you to tag both myself and Bridget on Instagram. I'm going to choose three random people, not the first three people, right? So don't worry. You don't have to run, like, you don't have to be the first three. I'm going to choose three random people that tag us with their products that they got. And I'm going to reimburse their whole order. Holy order. crap. Order, 100 bucks, I'll pay them back. They order 200 bucks, I'll pay them back. I'll do it, you know, Venmo, PayPal, whatever works for them. So go to gutpersonal.com forward slash Chris. Take the quiz to find out what you need, your personalized prescription for your, your gut health. Order your products. And when you get them, tag both Bridget and I. What's your Instagram? Throw it out there. Well by Bridget or gut.personal on Insta. At well by Bridget and at Chris W. Harder. Tag us and I'm going to reimburse three of you. Not one, not two, but three random people that do this, uh, your entire order. All right, any closing words as we have talked everything from marketing to team building to why you're investable to the product world, affiliate marketing. What are your closing words for everyone? Oh my gosh, go after your freaking dreams. No one is going to call your shot for you. No one is going to do it for you. You've got to do it for yourself call your freaking shot. Yes, yes, yes. And you do that unapologetically. It's why I liked you from day one. I'm glad you're in the mastermind. Hey, everyone listening, by the way, shameless plug, look at her rapid ascent. If you want to join her in the mastermind and get my guidance, go to chrisharder.me forward slash mastermind, fill out the app. You know, first come, first serve in terms of interviews. But more importantly, if you liked what you heard today, and if you want a chance at me reimbursing your order and being boat skinny, (laughs) then go to gutpersonal.com forward slash Chris, tag us with your products. I'm going to reimburse three random buyers. Bridget, I can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing your your journey from, quite honestly, what's been a rocket ship from leaving your job, which was scary, to creating a seven-figure company in 16 months, to then not resting on those laurels, but doing the scarier thing of taking on other people's money to go build this legacy company that you want to sell for $100 million or more. It's inspiring. It's awesome to be a part of the journey. Thank you for being on. Oh my God. Thank you. I'm so grateful. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success. 